How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let Me Tell You. Oh no, that's it. Yeah, it's 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 St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, we're gonna get drunk already. We bypassed Christmas. Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day already. Yeah. Forget St. Valentine's we're Day. We're halfway to next year already. Oh, but that means that I missed the Dua Lipa concert. Oh well, you know, when is a Dua Lipa concert? February. Oh well. It was great. It was okay, it was I great. I had a good time. Yeah. Like, okay, why clearly. Would you have a concert? It's true. I was levitating. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and there are no rules anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 180. 180. 180 yes, 180. finally. And this goes out before we. Uh, and I like that get you knew. Further. 180. This goes out to a good friend of mine, Javi. Uh, Javi. Are Javi. we Casey Kasem now? No, because <laughs> it's a it's a friend of mine, Javi, and he listens to us re- uh, religiously. So, oh, Javi, for what's Javi. up? Thank you for listening. Um, anyway, so yeah, yeah, no, it's Halloween. No, yeah, Halloween this weekend, and, and that's it. Then it's time to eat and eat and eat. And eat. And eat. Y después haber el dieta. Well, yes, that's what January is for. Yeah. Um, how is everybody? Welcome do. to Pero Let Me Tell You. I don't even know what I'm saying. But I want to watch you try. 
se me, se me, se me enredó la lengua. I saw that happening. I, I saw that happening saw in happening. real time. And I was like, let's see where this ends. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You, episode 180. How is oh, everybody this Such weekend? delightful elocution. It's very, um, you know, Ms. Manners etiquette. I was, I was about to say that it sounds like the SNL um, parody of Sweaty Balls. Oh, when they do the NPR. But it's not a good week for Alec Baldwin. Ooh, yeah, no. So we shouldn't go there. Let's not. Oye, qué mala suerte esa. Seriously. Did you hear? Like, now they're, they're, they've done the investigation. <laughs> or they're investigating. Um, like, it's the person who was in charge of it. Well, because the, it's a chain of command before right, it gets to like, him. Apparently, the whole chain of command failed. And the thing was that there was one live bullet in it. Because it was it was a real gun. But, okay, this is what I don't understand. Don't don't Hollywood productions. For those of you who don't know, Alec Baldwin uh, accidentally shot a production assistant. I believe it was, yes. um, killing her. I don't know if instantly, but definitely killing yes. her. And do you know how and, the other and injuring? Went, how did the other person get injured? The bullet went through her. Shit. Yes. So, wow. Okay. So apparently, I didn't know this, but then again, you know, I don't really have much experience on movie sets. This is true. Yeah. Um, in some movies. They have real guns, but they fill them with blanks. No, they fill them with blanks, or right. and and right there is a certain protocol, and and it's it, there are gatekeepers, right, 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 to this. But this had one bullet in it. And that's all it takes. So they don't know at this point if it was really a, a negligent, obviously negligent from the person right, who right. was in charge of that. Um, if this was on purpose. Uh, yeah, mean, there's a whole investigation. There's a whole investigation that has to happen. But it's such a, I mean, obviously it's a tragedy because somebody died. So it's it's that yeah. poor lady, her and her yeah, family. Yeah. But then also him because oh, yeah. that's like major. That's trauma. Trauma. That's trauma on top of trauma and yeah. on top of trauma. And I don't care how much olive oil Hilaria makes him. That's not going to make it go oh. away. For a second, I forgot about the Hilaria de, de <laughs> Yes, yes. Hilaria. Hilaria. And her family in Spain. From in Boston. España, in España. <laughs> her Bostonian Spaniard family. My family lives in España. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, no. That, I think that, the, sa- the saddest part about the whole Alec Baldwin thing is obviously the death of a person in, in that manner, right? Because obviously it was an accident, as far as we know. But also how many ghouls are out there? Oh, including Lauren Boebert. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. She's that little feisty Republican <laughs> in um, Colorado. Is that the one who was like, oh, a, a, she oh, immediately oh. she was talking crap. She about was talking her. crap. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I forget what exactly they said, but yeah, it's like you know, a person just died accidentally. Yeah, they don't care. They the don't body's care. not even cold yet. They don't care. No, they don't. But those are the people, like you know, as I say, so many good people die every day, and yet, well, there they are. Well, okay, I wouldn't also say that. I'm gonna. Um, I'm not gonna say that because that, you know, that's not the route I like to take these things. Well, I didn't say I wanted to go do it. I'm just saying, you know, that is not the route I want to take these things. So you know, I would not say that. Aneurysms are are natural. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, stop. Edit that out. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's just if if a situation where somebody died. Is not enough for you to practice just, discretion. Just shut up and, and respect, and not make it about yourself and your agenda. Right, and trying to fulfill, you know, whatever it is you're trying to prove. Like she and 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 Don, and, 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 and many Tr- people, Don, yeah, Don, Don, Don Junior, Junior. Yeah. Junior. He had um, 
uh, a t-shirt that says guns don't kill people I like, I like Baldwin does. does yeah you know and they, they put it up for sale like n- that's tacky and classless but you but know, what do we expect right the the bar is set so low that that if they don't do it then they're classy yeah so that right. it's like whatever so. it's, it's it's a race to the bottom pretty much so yeah anyway I actually speaking of <laughs> racing to the bottom classless <laughs> oh okay do you hear about, uh, and she's from Miami, the girl, I think her name is Jane Rivera. She's like an Instagram model. Oh my God, this was one of my topics that I wanted to right. bring up. One of, right. One of, she's like an Instagram top. <laughs> she's like a model fitness model on TikTok. I didn't know her name, but yes. Um, and she posed these like super sexy pictures mm-hmm. in front of her dad's casket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, all, that was all my and list for of listeners topics. Who yeah. haven't oh, we'll post looked it. it up, um, Google. Jane Rivera, or just Google girl pose, girl poses in, in front of dad's influencer, probably or influencer. Yeah. What I think it's, what I think is just, I don't understand where people's so, brains are at. Here's the thing: I've been to some funerals where people are taking pictures in front of the casket. Okay, you have yes, and it's weird, and I don't get it, and I don't know why they do it. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna asterisk this, right? But they're taking a picture in front of the casket, like, just standing in front of it. Very solemn, very whatever. Not a thing I want to remember, you know, uh, popping up on my Facebook memories six years later. But fine. But that's not what this girl did. Well, This girl did, like, a photo shoot. Well, I think that if they would have... Anybody who sees the picture you're talking about, I mean, I wouldn't do that. I've never seen that, but it is what it is. But the thing is that her pictures were sexy. Right, her picture. I mean, did you see the picture where she's doing like a side pose with like one of her legs yep. up, one of her? Oh no, I didn't feet, see. I, I didn't see that up. one. Oh yeah, it's oh, this one. Oh my god, hold on. I'm I'm looking it up because I have here on my. Look at this one. She has like the, the sexy model pose, like that one. My like favorite she... is the one where she's praying between her cleavage. Right, like she's showing her. Also, butt. who wears that to your father's funeral? The, the person who would pose that way. In this front is of her true. Fair basket. enough. So, I mean. Okay, wait. This one's pretty bad too. Like, why would anybody <laughs> take that picture? Because okay, because the thing, listeners, right? He's I looking googled, at other. <laughs> I googled the, the picture to show Ishmael, right? But now I see this picture of this lady with her two small children. More like what I was saying. With Ohio mom poses with dead father to warn of dangers of drug addiction. That is not the way you do that. <laughs> there are that is many the way other you ways. Traumatize your children, right? Right. Now I'm just thinking of that image of oh father madonna's music video oh father when she sees her mom dead in the casket so, like i mean what? my favorite part about the pictures of the, that this chick posted is the caption the caption is butterfly fly away a, a, a dove emoji a u.s flag emoji rest in peace or r.i.p poppy you were my best friend a life well lived as she's standing there looking like you know seductive right like what? What went through your her mind? Right. Because, like I said, okay, you were just looking at that one picture. Neither you or I would take a picture like that. Pero bueno, that picture was entre lo que cabe, tasteful. Which one? The one of the family. Well, I, like I said, okay. entre lo que cabe, because they're just standing next to the coffin. There's it, there's no like get my good lighting. You know that's my bad angle. It's literally just stand next to it, take a picture or whatever. But you can tell that this girl, by a, I don't know this for a fact, but I would bet you money that there's a ring light. Do you think 
I've never understood why it's offensive to take a picture at a funeral. Can somebody answer this question? That's somebody being stupid. Well, um, I don't think it's offensive necessarily. I just don't understand why you would. Well, would you want to keep that memory? That's what I'm saying. It's not offensive because you're not like dancing with the body. But I mean, why would you? I just, with, to, people, with people like that, it's like, what validation are you looking for? I mean, obviously, we've talked about this on the show before, you know, in terms of influencers and people that live their life on social media, right. you know, obviously, they do it for a sense of validation. But what type of validation are you specifically looking Sympathy? for when you post those type of pictures in front of... You, you post those pictures of you being seductive in front of your dad's casket. Because I think that it doesn't take a genius to understand that if she would have put a picture of her dad, just of her and her dad, and says, oh, you know, I miss you, papi, love you, whatever. She probably was going to get a significant amount of, of comments, you know, um... And if it had that. just been a picture, because, let's because, say, of you know, her, when, like... when my grandmother passed away, I posted a, a, a very simple mm -hmm. passage about her, and I got like a shitload amount of uh, comments and sympathies, right. you know, from people that yeah. have fallen, fallen, followed me for years and never posed, like, right. interact with me, right? That's what most normal people would do, yeah. right? Like, people that are... Condolences, right, that's it, right. You know, reasonable think rationally right. but what 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 feedback does she think she was going to get because she also if, if she's even just looking for that feedback of you know oh my god so sorry i'm so sorry you know that condolences right she very easily could have just taken a picture of her standing maybe like ne like and i'm and i'm now photo directing her father's funeral Closed casket, her standing next to the casket, maybe looking down as if she's praying. Like, there are other ways. If, you, if you're going to be that person who takes pictures at a funeral, there are other ways to do it than being like, oh my God, I'm so sad. Look at my boobies. She's an idiot. You know, and like... But it's the same people who vague book. What's vague book? People who post their status, you know, like, oh, why are things always so hard? Someday everything will be better. Why do they post that? Because they know that people are going to be like, are you okay? What's wrong? You know, I'm always here for you. Is that a term? I've never heard that term. Vague booking, yeah. Vague booking. You're, you're, you're fishing. You're fishing for the, right. for, for the attention. But you don't want to come out and say it, right? Because you don't want to put like, you know, oh, today I lost my job or whatever, right? Because that's too obvious. So what do you do? You're like, you know, someday I know things will be better. But today is not that day and I pray for strength or something like that because everybody then becomes like, you know, you have so much strength. You've got know, this. You know Let me I call had, you. I had a couple of people on my Instagram account, mm -hmm. especially like when I first joined Instagram, you know, that I told you that like. You just I, follow I everybody back. I swim of followers and then every, I followed everybody back because I thought that was, that's what you do in social media. It was somebody, Insta etiquette. Somebody <laughs> follows you, you follow them back. Right. Um, so I ended up with people following that. It's like, oh, why am I following you? <laughs> And whatever, I don't want to unfollow them because at this point it's been a while. It's been too so long. Whatever. <laughs> so you're stuck. But there were there are a couple of people that like everything was like uh, that, like what you said, mm -hmm. I guess, vague booking, and everything was una tragedia. And it's like you know what, no, I don't need this in my life. Mute <laughs> that mute button on on Instagram is great. I'm not unfollowing you because I don't want to be that person. But <laughs> mute. I don't need to see your stories. I don't need to see your pictures. I mean, I it, it's it's funny because as much as I post. On Instagram, you know, again, I always, you know, I'm always shirtless and this and that. And da, da, da. I'm actually pretty private about what I post on social media. I, in terms of like, like even when, and, and I don't criticize anybody who does it, obviously, or whatever, but like, you know, when my grandfather passed away, like I didn't post anything because I was like, you know what? I, 
no, I, I don't need to. That's for me. You know, when like my aunt was in, you know, in the hospital with with COVID or whatever, I didn't post anything. I told you guys and all that. But it's like, you know what? I I that's this is for me. This is my thing. I'll post forty five pictures of me, you know, shirtless in short shorts walking down Coral Gables. But as you do, as I do. But to me, that's not personal. I, you know, um, especially by my um, history of recent posting, I think I've posted a dozen things on Instagram this year. If that I'm sort of kind of over it. Like, I don't. I'm not over it in the sense that I'm not going to be one of these people who's like I am leaving social media. Oh, also, why do people feel the need to announce it? Right? It's yes, yeah, like a press conference. <laughs> yes, effective next Wednesday <laughs> at noon. I am leaving social media. Nobody cares. It's like nobody's going to lose sleep over nobody it. Nobody cares. No, no, no. You're it, not as important as you think. You are, not boo-boo. even a little bit. Um, I'm kind of over it. It's like, ugh. First of all, the people that keep popping up that are like the hot models, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sick of I'm seeing, over you. I'm sick of seeing hot people on Instagram. Like, it, it's like. You're a dime a dozen, babe. Yeah, you're a dime a dozen. And like, I feel this ship has already sailed. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. A hot person on Instagram. It, it, that, Water is wet. Yeah. With <laughs> now, especially like ever since Instagram did reels. Yes. Now yeah. the TikTok comes up. And now that, 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 um, that song that went viral, that, that, tiktok video that went viral that it's like it that it starts like a boom the boom, one where people boom. do the the answers yes no I, no there's one in particular whatever that it's all like hot people or people that think they're hot or okay. whatever um and it's like I, I i'm so or like the one of the people that dropped the clothes and then oh like so do the thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh my gosh I'm like so, i'm still kind of it I'm still like entertained by those because the timing I'm, on those. That's I'm not <laughs> the timing on those. There's like no editing. It's an app. There's an app for that. Oh, okay. Well, silly me. I actually thought there was like a skill Do behind you, it. Really? You think all these those people like sat there and edited that well, they, video? Well, they don't have anything else to do because these are all influencers. That's no, all they do all day. They, no, those, those that's um that's there's an app for that. Um. Anyway, it's like you're not the only hot person on Instagram. Hot people have been putting stuff on Instagram for like, you know, 10 years and it's like, whatever, I don't really care. And, and then, uh, uh-huh. like I, I, you know, I, I like travel pictures. I like pictures of cheesecakes. Um, <laughs> I like, oh my God, I saw this like Korean cheesecake today. Ooh. Yes. On Instagram. That, that sounds I'm like, delicious. <laughs> I was like, I need to have this in my life. But I mean, like I'll post things lately, like the other day, you know, whatever I was in New York and I went to the museum of the moving image and there was, I took all the pictures of like all the Muppets they had. Who doesn't like pictures of the Muppets? I mean, whatever you post, whatever you like or whatever you want. It's just that like, sometimes I'll even take a good picture and just save it. I'd be like, I want to keep and keep it for you. No, not even that. It's like, I, I'm going to post this. I'm going to get like 300 likes. People are going to be like, oh my God. And it's like, I don't really care. Like, I don't care. I just really, I'm. For me, it's also because we have the the Insta for the for the podcast. So no, I'm. But that's I'm, different. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. I'm so much more focused on on curating that one. That's different. That but, but I all, my personal but, one is a little you second nature. I have thought. to say, I, I look at. I feel more. I feel differently about posting on. Look, look at the psychology of this. Mm-hmm. I feel differently about posting on stories because stories mm-hmm. is more like a little glimpse of something. It's only twenty four hours and then it's gone. And it's like okay, because like like for example, today I posted something about 
Tristan in its Halloween costume. costume. Yeah. It's like, do I really want to put that up on my page forever? Mm. But then today, everybody's probably posting about that, especially right. for kids. So it's like, okay, I don't mind sharing that. But but it's like, I don't... I, and I feel a lot of... Okay, based on my data, <laughs> I feel that uh, a lot of people may feel that way because, I mean, I follow a lot of people and I feel people are posting less nowadays. I think so. I think there's a fatigue. Yeah. I think there's the people that are influencers and I think that... I did okay. This I'm kind of be t- going to be talking out of my ass because also it's the demographic. Okay. Right. Okay. But I feel I can't that agree with you until I, I hear that it. maybe people in their 30s and 40s are less phased by influencers at this point because we kind of know that it's fake. Yeah, but and I also think on the flip side, you know, kids today are growing up with it, so they can spot it from all the way too. Maybe, right, but influencers still get millions of views. And- oh, no, no, they do. Listen, I will, I will kill for their views like shit. I, I don't know. I just... Do you think that there'll be a time where just people will not be into social media as much? Or do you think it will evolve? I think social media is here to stay. The form it takes, I don't know. I think if I had to... Hazard a guess right now, it would probably go down the route of becoming even more tailored. Because remember, the beauty of Instagram is that you can create, as we've said many times on the show, you can create your own bubble. Yeah. So if you only follow, I don't know, people who write thesis papers about Russian literature. I totally follow that. Then, <laughs> then that's your world. And like that's, I'm totally not kidding. I would totally follow and that. That's, I love no, Russian, Russian literature. I know, Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know if it'll if it'll evolve in like there will be more like the way that, you know, get rid of cable. We're going to have just, you know, Netflix and Hulu. And now we've got many, 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 many yeah. streaming apps. I don't know if it's going to go that route because already in social media, you are allowed to set up your own world. Right, that's true. I just think about the days of like MySpace when it was fun. When it was fun. When it was fun. When you know you your would see your biggest friends. problem was your top eight, right? <laughs> when you would see your friends' pictures and like, oh my god, look this person. I mean, because I think about like MySpace. I was on MySpace and like yep. a heavy MySpace user during the years I was in law school. So it co- which I think was in the peak of law of MySpace, yeah. which was like. Like 2000 through like probably 2007. Yeah. Those seven years. They were, were like the peak of, of MySpace. Mm-hmm. And those were the years that I was in law school. And um, 2003 through 2006. So I, I, for me especially since I was away from home, it was right. like the perfect thing, right? Right, right. And, and it was so innocent in a way that like... Oh my God, so-and-so released a new song. I have to change the music on yes. my page. And, and like yeah. my background yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that. But you genuinely were interested. Like I remember <laughs> I remember coming across people's profiles and being genuinely interested at that at, at certain people because at that time it wasn't it wasn't calculated. Well, we also didn't have like everything on our phone at that time so you almost if it you was were, a if, desktop if you were going to upload something you really had to like 
right make but a it, decision but, but it was and kind you of to, like you know those first few seasons of the real world <laughs> right people really went on and were <laughs> yeah. real right right, 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 now, right, like, right eventually people went on and knew they were going to become celebrities right so let me be as outlandish and outrageous as i can because i may get us something right out of right, this, right 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 the, the same with myspace like those first few years of myspace or the myspace era like you would come across people's profiles that you would be interested in or you would have something in common with and they were genuine because right. neither you nor that person probably was out to get a ton of followers or to... Right. You really were... It was really about sharing pictures right. and seeing unless, stuff. Unless you were one person in particular. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but even that person, like I remember that person's but that, age. But that person would be an influencer now. Right. But I think that the thing with that person is that that person happened to know everybody that we knew or a lot of people that we knew. Fair enough. Right. 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 But, but I, what I'm saying is that like th- that term influencer didn't exist. At all. At all. And, and I don't think people at that point were generating calculated, pro- like, let me content. do this to turn it into something. Right. It wasn't curated. Right. I mean, right. it's always curated to a certain extent because right. you're always going to put a good picture of you. You're always going to do yeah, that. Yeah, but you weren't a brand. Right. That's that's what you're right. right. You weren't a brand. Right. Um, whatever. Th- th- those days were fun. They were, by the way. Let's talk about the Facebook. Uh... No, I actually I saw him in real life a couple years back, and I forgot. I I just kept. I was like. Looks familiar. Looks familiar. And somebody was like, "Oh, that's you know Fulano." And I was like, "Ay, pero qué mal está." And he yeah. was like, "Da gordo." Yeah, yeah. Gordicabo. Yes, and not so, yeah. I was gonna say not in a fun way. So <laughs> speaking of MySpace or <laughs> Facebook, um, viste that this week Facebook became Meta. Meta. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes and no. Right. The Facebook. Um, it's like the umbrella. Company. Right. The umbrella company became Meta. Facebook is still Facebook. Insta still Insta. WhatsApp is still WhatsApp. But yeah. So what do you think about that? I mean, it's in. Well, nothing is. Everything with Facebook is calculated. Let's let's put that out there first and foremost. I do know that many times companies go through rebrandings. Okay. Um, where. You know, sometimes it's sometimes it's uh, forced upon them, like your Aunt Jemima's and Uncle Ben's. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just a natural progression, you know, where... And, I'm, and I can't think... Obviously, I can't think of any freaking examples right now. But, you know, there are instances... Actually, you know, like like TLC, you know, used to be The Learning Channel. And now it's just TLC. And TLC does not stand for The Learning Channel. Like, you know, you rebrand, you evolve. MTV, MTV the M is just... Mm. It might as well just be mm, TV. Because they're going to put anything and everything but music. <laughs> yes. They will put an infomercial for car wax before they put a music video. They might as well just call it like Martha. But that's our ongoing conversation. That is our ongoing wait, conversation. Wait, but wait. Back to something you said. You think that... But no, no, no. no. Hold on. So what I'm saying is it happens all the time. But I can't remember a time when a company changed its name so drastically. Like, if Facebook, the parent company, had instead of being Facebook, just been like, oh, we're just FB now, or something like that, like, that's traditionally what you see, not a complete name change. Right. Wait, you think Aunt Jemima was done by force? Well, because times are changing. Right. Like, I saw more of like, okay, this is an evolution of our brand. (laughs) 
Yes and no, because if nobody had been, pri- I mean, let's be honest. They, I'm, I, it's a, it's good that they did it. I'm not against it. But if it had not become a thing about, you know, during during the bigger conversation about race last year, right. I don't know that they would have done it. You know what I think is on so their interesting own. Interesting about the whole Aunt Jemima thing is that, and I'm totally for them changing the name. Um, you know, people are like, oh, it's nostalgia. It's like, you know. I'm the first We talk about nostalgia here all the time. about nostalgia all the time, but, you know, if the nostalgia is, you know, uh, aligned with slavery, I don't think so. We're going to call but, it the line. It's okay. I, it's okay. We're going to call it the line. Yes. Yeah. It's the, no, yeah. I don't want no part of that. Um, but it's interesting because when the whole Ann Jemima thing was going on, that there were people online outraged, outraged, like, you know, it was a personal attack on them that, you know, a freaking pancake mixer, you know, right. mix uh, thing was changing its name. Um, These are probably the same people who literally protested and started online petitions about, well, not online at the time, but about, you know, Coke changing its recipe. Right. Well, maybe. Um, how people were like, oh, because, you know, this is disrespectful to the real Aunt Jemima. And like, I saw stories about like people typing, like putting in stories about Aunt Jemima. I'm like, she did not exist. Do you know where that confusion comes from? What? Betty Crocker, because she doesn't exist either. No, 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 no. That confusion, and I can't remember, so listeners, bear with me. I don't remember any of the specifics, but I do know that there is a movie from maybe the 30s or 40s that the basis of the movie is essentially, her name is not Aunt Jemima. It's not called the Aunt Jemima story. It's called something, but it's essentially a story of how like this, you know, this white woman and this black woman together, you know, they use the black lady's recipe for, I think it was like, you know, maybe it wasn't, pancakes it was like hot cake whatever and you know they all they came out of this for the better so it wasn't that Angel Mime existed but because this movie exists okay well I people, don't know if people were getting the reference from the movie because a lot of the comments that I saw but that's why no because people take the movie and run with it is right, what I mean but a lot of t- the comments that I saw were like oh Aunt Jemima was born in like whatever year oh. and, you know, <laughs> Okay, and, no, that's a little and much. She yeah. set up, you know, her pancake company and blah blah blah. I'm like, Aunt Jemima did not exist. Like the source of the Aunt Jemima recipe is very well known. Like the guy named it Aunt Jemima. Imitation of Life is the name of the movie. So here's the thing. Widow is this kind of like the whole thing of like that Nelson Mandela? How many times did he has, die? Has he died? Has he been that dead? Sinbad was it? Was in Kazam, Kazam, but it wasn't. So <laughs> no, not Sinbad. A, a, well, Shaquille O'Neal was Shaquille in, was in Kazam, but not Shazam. Okay, which is the Sinbad one? He didn't do any of them. Right, he didn't do one. Right, right. people think it was Sinbad. Right. right, but it wasn't. Right. So here's the the um, the whole um, the movie Imitation of Life. Widow B. Pullman and her daughter Jessie take in a fair-skinned black girl and her mother, housekeeper Delilah Johnson. Struggling to make ends meet, Delilah shares her family pancake recipe with B, and the two decide to start a business on the Atlantic City boardwalk. Together, the women find great success, considerable fortune, but they also encounter family hardships and some deep-seated identity and racial problems. And that movie's from 1934. This was like before the Civil... This was like 30-some <laughs> years before the Civil Rights Act. Like... Right. Um, so that's what, uh, when a lot of people say like, no, because they made a movie about her life. That's what it is. I don't know if like these comments were people that said that, but I'm like, I'm like, are these people serious? And Jemima did not exist. Like she did not. But anyway, we we steered off course. What what is interesting now is that when you look at the Anjum, the old Aunt Jemima packaging, now it's the Pearl Mill Pearl Mill Milling Company, the the Pearl Pearl Bailey Milling no. Company. Get Pearl Bailey. Uh, the Pearl Mining Company. It's Pearl Mining Company, 
right? But it's like the same fox with the same font. That you, throws me off. You look at it and it's like, uh... At first you think it's off-brand. Right. It's like somebody's stealing right. the trademark. Right. <laughs> but actually, if you think about it, it's it's smart because it still feels... Pearl Milling Company. Right. It still feels like... It still has that old school font. Right. It's all about the font. It's all about the font. Um, if you've learned so nothing in 180 episodes. Marketing strategy. Anyway, we steered off course. Well, no, not really. We can bring a, we can bring this As shit back. As we always do. Um, with Facebook. Because we were talking about Facebook. Um, let me ask you the this. The name is weird to me. Let me ask you this. Because this is the biggest kind of argument people always have with Facebook or for it or against it. We know now. We've known for quite some time two things we've known that a majority of americans i forget the exact number or the percentage but it's a, a large majority uh, well duh, large majority uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's not like a 51 49 it's okay like, like 80 20 or something yes it's okay. like a a vast majority of um people get their news from facebook and we also know that facebook was. And when we say get their news from Facebook, we don't mean that they follow CNN or Fox News. Right. That they, they're they're just getting news. News. Quote, unquote. We don't know where this is coming from. Okay. Right? right? And we also know that Facebook has been notorious for being the platform in which misinformation has been... Um, it spreads like wildfire. Right. Wildfire. Spread and posted. And they've known of this misinformation and they've done very little, very little... Um, or at least they did a little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think that Facebook should be held at a different standard? Because for for forever, their whole thing is we are not the content creator of. And that's news. fair. They're not. They're not. Okay, so you think they shouldn't? I think because I think they should. I think it's dicey for me. I think they should. I think it's dicey because. On the one hand, I mean, they are just allowing the free flow of exchange at its most pure level, right? Like, let's take right. let's take everything out of it. So, you know, at what point do they get to be allowed to police things, right? I think that's that's the argument. Like, who who gets to say Facebook? You know, there's Facebook jail, but um, you know that oh well, no, this is inappropriate. According to whom? Right, I mean, I think it, it, it it's a form. It could, if you grant that degree of power, it could slide into an element of censorship. Okay. So the law can be changed all the time, and it is, and it has, and it can be extended. It could be made more overreaching, or it could be less, more acute. Right. And. I think that at this point in time, they should be held to the same or similar standards as a news organization because they are the largest distributor of news. And um, they're not a little company. They're not, you know, this kind of third party. They're not a startup. They're not a startup. They're not kind of like this third party app that like, no, they are Facebook. They are currently one of the most influential and powerful entities in the entire world right so and they have made this fortune and have gotten this power from taking our data and our information 
right? No, we've uh, willingly given them. Let's be let's be fair. Well, yes and no. Well, but I'm saying, you know. Yes and we, no. No. We, yes and no. Yes and no. Because when I'm having a conversation with you about, you know. Oh, no, uh, no. no, no that, okay, okay. When I'm having a conversation about with you about, you know. Oh, remember how much we used to love um, A Different World, the TV show on And then you get served, NBC, right. And then I open up my phone and I'm getting ads. For a different for, world. For different DVD world. Sets, I never yeah. authorized that. So, you right. know, unless it was buried in my user agreement for Instagram, which clearly it probably was. Probably was. You know, I think that that's something that. That's reason most reasonable people do not approve anticipate, that yeah. or anticipate that or is it foreseeable that your phone right. is going to be capturing what you're saying to sell you stuff right, right? so I, I I think that most people don't willfully give their information to Facebook or any social media app um, and they've gotten where they are by taking our information and and turning it around on us. And making money from our data. But that aside, back to the whole news thing. Um, again, law can be changed all the time. And it is. And it has. And it will be for anything. If they are the largest distributor of news. And we know that there is a massive disinformation um that is occurring on their platforms, not only in the United States, but around the world, Globally, yeah. but specifically to the United States that it's affecting now. Now you're talking that it's affecting, you know, campaigns and it's affecting our democracy. Then they need to be policed. That doesn't mean that they need to be censored completely. And there needs to be a panel of people in faith, you know, that review Facebook content, but they need to be given similar standards as press um, and they they need there needs to be safeguards that the information that that is being used on their platform has some type of quality control or quality standard because if not and and I'm totally against censorship because I'm one of these people that I believe in the whole thing you know when you open up the floodgates right. it's gonna flood where does it stop him? like I I'm a big believer of that but these this is a, a situation that. It's get, it has gotten out of hand. We saw where it went in this last election, and it can only get worse. So where does it stop? The genie's already out of the bottle. Right. So where does it stop? Who stops it? Where does it stop? I don't know. No. But, 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 <laughs> but that's, why, that's why Like when, when people say, like, well, you know, censorship and all that, I'm like, okay. But now you're talking about, like, national security risks. 
So, I mean, I think I think it's. I just think that they, if they, if it does go down that route, I mean, they have a horrible track record of the things that they do police to the point where I have, in a weird way, been like a, a, a pseudo victim of of their weird, I guess, algorithms. Um, you know, recently I was posting on, uh, I was going to post on somebody's, you know, some post or whatever, and and I was commenting and I was gonna, I was saying something like, you know, I know, say, you know, don't don't be so como mierda or whatever. And it did not allow me to post because it said, you know, um, our policy is not to allow for for certain words that can be viewed as offensive. You know, se que, no se cuanto, blah 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 blah. Right? Okay. So I re I rejiggered the 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 copy and I reposted it. Whatever, fine. But then cuando todo esto estaba empezando con lo de Cuba, uh-huh. that you know, the, the every all of a sudden, like everybody learned what gusano was. Right. Okay. Oh, right. Yes. When everybody learned what gusano was. Um, you know, I, somebody, because obviously somebody had found our page, you know, because they had to, you know, protest or whatever. And I have my Insta's public, my personal one is public. And so they posted, you know, like it was a picture of me and my oldest nephew it was like, you know, oh, look at these gusanos or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Normally I'd be okay with it because I don't give a flying fuck. But hoy me pisaste el callo because it's a picture of me and my nephew at a baseball game. So I, so I reported it. And do you know what they came back and they said they were like, oh, we found no instance of you know of of anything uh, derogatory or whatever. Now look, at the end of the day, it was the word worm, and I'm not that butthurt about it. But it's like, okay, wait a minute. So I am telling you this is offensive on my page that this is something that is offensive to me, and you deem it no. Right. So if you're going to be in the business of policing, you better be either consistent with it or have somebody there who understands cultural norms. Right. But then, then I understand, but then that, that's a little bit hard because then what's offensive for one person may not be offensive to another. And then you open up a whole like kind of worms there. And right. Then, but they're already putting themselves in that position. Right. But the, <laughs> but, but the thing is what I mean more is like, in terms of, you know, national security risks. Like, what the hell? I mean, it, I, I I don't know in terms of law and government where mm-hmm. it's going to. But let's just say that 10 years ago, we were not talking about Facebook. This wasn't going to happen on MySpace. And world domination. And, you know, and Facebook, you know, being in the conversation of an interaction at the Capitol. Right. And yeah, here we are. And here we are. It's like, you mentioned it earlier today. And I, remember, I actually had to take a moment and stop. And I was like, wait a minute. That just happened this year. Yeah. I, I, it felt to me like it happened because after after last year, after 2020, time has no meaning to me anymore. Right. If you tell me something happened an hour ago or three years ago, I will be like, Because yes. here's my problem. A lot of the issues that happened, especially in the last election, right, were of, I don't even want to say third party, of like... Facebook groups and supposedly news organizations that were bots, right? Right, right? That were bots, and this is known that these these news organizations were, and they 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 they're all negative and they're all extreme. They're all polarizing, right? 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 And they were feeding vulnerable people or people that know would have a high reaction to information that, based on the data to. that we have given them, right? To get them riled up. 
Right. So they knew that. This well, because existed. they know that when you they, rolled they, up, you engage. They knew that this existed. Right. It's all about engagement. And exactly. Because if you're engaged, then now you are generating time on Facebook, and they can serve you more advertisement. Right. And again, I work in marketing. I know how this works. Right. That's exactly engagement. These are things that involved engagement. Just like I was reading uh, something recently, and I saw that. The reason why when you see, especially when things are politically, not only politically driven, just anything, because everything is a fight on Facebook nowadays or on Instagram. Um, the worst comments are put on top on purpose. Like the most yeah, inflammatory comments yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are on top on purpose so they could get the biggest reaction or engagement from you. Right. right? So when you know, you know that a company is doing this on purpose, right. right? And this is much more than shaming the company. And the company is now causing a national security breach then we need to take a look at how we're going to curtail this and what rules and regulations and measurements and what accountability we have to put on that company to stop that because where do we go no yeah you're not wrong where do we go are i mean are the people just going to put like you know terrorist plans on facebook and like nope you can't you can't touch that because you know free speech free speech no yeah so, yeah. well, actually, now you mentioned accountability. Tom would have never let he that would, happen. He would not with his little whiteboard. Yes, I mean, who would have ever known, right? That that picture would have like it became a thing. It's <laughs> it's it's instantly recognizable. Yeah, I I posted a few weeks ago on my Instagram. I posted a picture <laughs> of Tom. I'm like, Tom, I miss you so much. The days of Tom. Let's let's repeat the story. We've repeated it. Uh, of our friend and Tom. That's great. But it's, it is a story That's a good story. Reading. That is a good story. So back again, when, uh, My, when MySpace, when MySpace first started, you know that when MySpace first started, it was very communal and in the sense that it's like, oh my God, I found somebody I went to high school with. Oh my well, God. It was also very new because the internet was still in its infancy in, well, the se- in the sense of where we are now. Well, yes, but I mean, the internet had been around for a while, but, but not but social MySpace media. MySpace was the first social media platform because my before MySpace was there Classmate. was Friendster. Oh, Friendster, that's right. I forgot about Friendster. Yeah, and Classmates. Classmates. But Classmates was just for high school. Right, 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 right. right? right. Um, but MySpace was the first one that like everybody was on MySpace, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and it was like, oh, you know, you found people from high school, right. like or middle school or whatever. So we have a very deep, very dear friend of mine, <laughs> lifelong. That you know, if you recall, um, everybody was friends with Tom. He was your first friend, and when you she, signed up, he was your and first friend. She, I don't know, I don't know when. Like one day that we were all together, she's like, "Hey guys, like we're all friends with Tom. Like who's Tom? Is that somebody we went to high school with that I just don't remember?" <laughs> I'm like, yep, it was. Yeah. It was the one Americanoing Southwest. It was the one, the one guy. Yes, Tom Smith stood out. Poor guy. Tom. Hi, anyway, Tom. moving moving right along. So, you know what I find is so funny. I I don't know if like your parents do this or listeners, maybe your parents do. I find really hilarious my dad, my dad's, and and again, maybe we all have one parent or. Or whatever that does this, or a relative that does this. My dad, that he's so curious and knowledgeable about certain elements of pop culture that he should not be. 
Like, you know what my dad asks me all the time? Mm-hmm. Is he voting for JoJo C1 Dancing with the Stars? No. <laughs> but just as good. Okay. Oye, tú sabes que el otro día yo vi ese muchachito de los Jonas Brothers brother cantando. ¿Y por qué ya no están juntos? O no, pero ellos no estaban juntos hace unos años. Y después que no estuvieron juntos por muchos años. Y después se juntaron otra vez. And I'm like, yeah. They... And I'm like, well, why do you know this? so much about the yes, Joe Bros? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, do you remember who was the biggest fan of uh, Jessica and Nick. That's true, your dad. My, my dad... Your dad. My dad ate up Newlywoods. <laughs> yeah, I think your dad is still hurting over that divorce. Yes. And I'm like, but why do you care so... I I don't even care that much. Like, <laughs> and they're my my age range yes, pop culture. Yes. Yes. Ay, esa gente con lo enamorada que estaban. Ay, los pobres. Like, he was so invested in Jessica and Nick. That's great. I don't know why. Weren't we all though? Don't, don't you, well, well, yes, but don't don't your like parents aren't they weird about certain things? Not really, not for things like that, not for like pop culture things like that. Like my my mom will be the one who will like randomly throw something out, like we've said on the show. You know that my mother loves to watch the real, right? It's like, but why? And my dad, I think, single handedly wants to keep alive like the. Angelina Jolie, Brad, uh, Brad Pitt, like dramas. Is, is he the one writing all the tabloid headlines? Oh my god! Like, oíste que Angelina Jolie no quiere que el Brad vea los hijos, and I'm like, why are you who? Even, like, why are you even talking about this? Like, who cares? <laughs> so, so my dad is into random pop culture, and my mom is into cars. That is fantastic. <laughs> I had no idea your mother was so into cars. You guys so went to the car show. Bony M and Cars. So, listeners. I'm now picturing your mother in like a lowrider while Daddy Cool plays. (laughs) (laughs) So, listeners, this past weekend was, uh, well, here in Miami, it was the the car car show. show. Mm -hmm. And for one reason or another, I ended up going with my parents. It's a long story. We don't need to get into it, but it's fine. And my mom was like totally about like, ese es el escalé nuevo. Ay, que lindo está. <laughs> she knew all of them. Yes. I mira a navigator. I or like when we got to Toyota, she's like, verdad, verdad que el Supra siempre ha tenido una línea bonita. And I'm like, are you freaking Dominic Toretto or something? Like, <laughs> <gasps> she should be in the next one. <laughs> She's like, she's like, I showed you the pictures of my mom on trucks. That would be great if, like, in the next Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel's like, we got an expert who's gonna help us on this stuff, and they pull up to like, you know, some like they then they cut to the next scene, right? And like they, they, you're, you know, we see the the hood come down, and it's your mother. Yeah, she's like, bueno. Like she, she knows about cars, and I'm like, but like. And your mother's like souping up the cars for Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Like before I got my car, before I got the Tesla, uh-huh. my mom's like, a mí me encanta la línea del Tesla. Está tan moderno y tan bonito la línea del Tesla. And I'm like, pero who are? But, but she does. Like she really it's knows genuine. about cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, which I think is great. Which I think it's great. But it's not what most people would expect your mother to be into. Especially my mother. Right, right, right. My yeah. mother. Yeah. You know, that's like, you know, when my mom, I discovered maybe three or four years ago, that my mom was like Boney M's biggest fan. Like, Your mom was a little cooler than you. That's why I took video of her dancing to Boney M. It's great. And I sent it to you because I'm like, people have to see this. Like, yeah, que no son cosas tuyas. She knew the lyrics. <laughs> and she's like, they're Boney M. And I'm like, who the hell is Boney M? <laughs> and it's it's strange that I didn't know who Boney um, M was. Your mother's cooler than you Did are. Did you know who they were? I did, but only by like maybe a year. 
Oh, before? Yeah. And, and, okay. Because por casualidad, I was at some bar and they were playing, uh, I think it was Daddy Cool. And I was like, I'm really digging this song. So I turned, I went to the DJ and I'm like, what is this? And, and they were like, it's Boney M. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, right. <laughs> and so then, I, right. yeah. Right. When when she was telling me, no, porque. Encuentrame canciones on iTunes or whatever. De Boney M. I'm like, how do I even begin to spell it? Like, De Boney M. Like, that's what she told me. De Boney M. Did you for a minute think she met Bon Iver? Bon Iver? That would have been even better. <laughs> if my mom got into like American folk music, like while she is driving the a truck, truck. Yeah. and my dad's, you know, catching up on his, uh, his gossip, on his gossip, you know, on Nick and Jessica. He's so invested in the Jonas Brothers. I'm gonna be like, do you want to see them in concert? You should take him to see them, but. Only if you also take your mother to see Boney M. They were touring about they two were? years ago, and I sent you the link, and you did not take your mother. I did not take my mother. Yeah. They were at the James all night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all they can probably fill at this point. Boney M? Yeah. Yeah. No, and my dad asks questions like, ¿Y el mayor que ha hecho? <laughs> of like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> ¿Y el mayor que ha hecho? Porque yo, que yo siempre es el Nick, es más joven. Oh, yeah. He keeps getting married, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, you know, he'll... Porque la esposa de Rebe, whatever. Well, I mean, and I'm like, well, come on, Priyanka. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know. He's really invested. With, I don't, yes, with the Jonas Brothers. Like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> he knows, like, he, he even knows. Okay. Okay. This is how far it goes. <laughs> he knows that I like Demi Lovato. Okay. Okay. And my father has mentioned to me, esa película que estaba Demi Lovato con los Jonas Camp Brothers. Camp Rock? Camp Rock. And I'm like, <laughs> you know Camp Rock. Like, <laughs> Why do you know Camp Rock? <laughs> like, I'm starting to get like a little worried here. <laughs> it's what happens when you're retired. Maybe your dad just really likes those DCOMs. <laughs> Because it's like, man, you know, I felt a little out of place when I would watch, you know, Hannah Montana or like. Right. And right, we were. But we were like 28. Right. We were a little older. <laughs> like, but not. Or reti- that's the Raven. But not know? retired. Right. 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 <laughs> well, you know, it's wholesome entertainment for the whole family. Right. Oh, yeah. I've been watching. What have you been watching recently? Like old stuff. Old stuff. I'm trying to think. Because lately I've actually been watching a lot of new stuff because the fall season kind of just started. Um, I don't know old stuff that I've been watching lately. No, I've just been catching up on new shit. Do you watch Ted Lasso? I have not seen season two. I loved season one. Everybody loves that show. I need to watch it. Season one just gave me the best, just happy, pure joy feeling. It was just, it's such a happy, positive show. (laughs) I was... I've been watching. I told you before we started record, recording. I've been uh, watching in the last few weeks. Two two seven. Maybe Jack Gay is a national treasure. <laughs> she is a national treasure. Yeah. I mean, she really is. She is, and we should never forget it. And we shouldn't because, like, I think that maybe people have like, I don't know, forgotten a little bit of a Jack Gay. And yet, Jack Gay has been around, and she's managed to not just be around, but like, be in things that had longevity. Right. She did. Not one, two sitcoms. Right, she did two, two, seven, then sister, sister. Yeah, 
And then after that, she would pop up and, you know, here and there. Like, she's and, never gone away. Right. And every time she shows up, you know you're happy to see her. Yeah. You know, like, listen, she's one of the reasons I'm watching Days of Our Lives now. Because of Jack Hay. Because of she's Jack like a realtor, right? I think so. I don't know. She used to, Her character used to live in Miami. And then when they did that Days of Our Lives miniseries thing, they came down to stay in her house in Miami. But it was just like one room. But you know what I think is great about Jack Hay? Is that Jack Hay is typecasted. As Jack her, As Jack Hay. As Jack as her, Hay. Yeah. Right? yeah. Jack Hay will always just play Jack Hay. Right. And when she fine. was on 227, <laughs> yeah, she was Sandra Clark. That right. was her character, but she's not typecasted as Sandra Clark. No, she's no. typecasted as Jack A. Right, because then when she played Lisa on Sister Sister, you know, she played like a mother, right? So it wasn't the sex pot, but Lisa was Jack A. Like, <laughs> like, like Jack A got married and had a child, and this is now what we're gonna get. <laughs> she had twins. She had twins, and now in Days of Our Lives, it's like Jack A became a real estate magnate, and she became rich, lived in Miami, and now she's living in Salem with all these other crazy people. She went from Miami to Salem, Massachusetts? Well, because she had family. In, no, not, it's not Salem, Massachusetts. It's oh. Salem, but I don't know where it is. I know it's not in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. It's not in Massachusetts. So it's just like Springfield or the Simpsons? Exactly, yeah. It's like these these cities and like Wait, these novelas. Wait, like, of Our Lives not set in a real city? No. Most of most of the daytime soaps are not. Oh, well, General Hospital is in Port Charles. Port Charles. Uh, All My Children was in Pine Valley. Um, yeah, they make up. Well, Santa Barbara was in Santa Barbara. We know that's that true. One. <laughs> okay, that one. That, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> you know, Sunset Beach took place in Sunset Beach. <laughs> Where did California Dreams take place? Was it in LA? Right? That was in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, obviously in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was LA. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I, ne- I never realized that. What? That, that it, they take place in fictional cities. Like, why? Like, because they all they're all in like small towns. Because it's the only way, think about it, if you logistically, like these daytime soaps, especially when they started, the cast all has to interact with each other. Right. They have so to see if, each other at the same cafe. Right. So if you That's set not it, happening in New York City. No, it is not. No. Like these people would never run into each other. They could totally do one in Miramar. <laughs> in Weston. <laughs> in Weston. In Weston. Right. The Real Housewives of Weston. Of Weston. Oh my God. That's the shit show waiting to happen. There's going to be so many, like, that'd be so interesting. The Real Housewives of Weston. Get get Andy Cohen on the phone. Ugh, must I? <laughs> Whatever. You know that... It- listen, as much shit as I say, if Andy Cohen called us tomorrow and was like, listen, we want you to have a show or we want to do something with you, I'll be like, of course, Andy. Whatever, whatever, we, will, whatever. we will bow at the, uh, the altar I, of, uh, of... Of Mazel. Of, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, Andy Cohen. Of Bravo. We'll become Bravo liberties. Actually, I was watching um, some stuff of his show... Uh, I don't watch the show. The but, watch what happens live. Yeah, but I was watching it this past week because Megan McCain was on the show. That's an interesting guess. Megan McCain's been on the show like ten times. Oh, really? Her and him are BFFs. I meet her because she's a huge fan of the Housewives. Oh, okay. But like huge, like yeah, yeah. she's obsessed with it. Oh my god, she's. If you look up Megan McCain, Megan um, McCain also pseudo friend of the show because she reposted one of our things. She did. If you look up <laughs> Megan McCain, um, watch what happens right, right. live. Mm-hmm. There's lots of clips. There's like dozens of clips. Oh, wow. She's been, that I could think of off my head at least six times. Yeah, she, because she, she was like. I still don't know how the hell she found our post. I don't know. Glad she did. <laughs> I'm glad she did. But I, sometimes I lay awake at night wondering how that you happened. Heard, you, have you heard about her audiobook? I've heard that there's, the La Tan Criticando. As well. well. As they do for everything she does, but. Yeah, I mean, she's just one of these people that she like <laughs> says, 
the soup is cold. And right. yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, Megan McCain just does not like gazpacho. Right. Right. The 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 sky is blue. <laughs> right. It's more cerulean. Right. No, no. Now you're discriminating against people that are colorblind. Right. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, well, she wrote it. Well, it's not a tell-all. There's only one chapter about the view. Oh, really? But um, there's a little bit of scorched earth in it. Well, but I think most people, when they leave the view, are not looking to come back necessarily. Right. But she she went off on how, like, the moment that she decided... She says that she... The moment she decided to leave the show mm-hmm. after she came back from maternity leave was a certain fight she had with Joy. And I actually saw that. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Joy mm-hmm. said to her what she said, I was like, oh, she shouldn't have said that. Because I think it was like uh, Megan's second day back. Mm-hmm. They had a fight and Megan was like sarcastically, right, was right, like, right. oh, Joy, you missed me so much. You missed fighting with me. And it right. was clear that she was being sarcastic. Right. And Joy was like, I didn't miss you. I didn't miss you at all. Like, she, like, was not yeah, playing. I've told you, Joy seems like the most misnamed human being on Earth. Yeah, but she she said that a lot of her grievances with the show was not with the host or Joy or anything. Was a production. Was with the production. She said there were a lot of leaks um, while she was there because she was good for ratings. Yeah. So they wanted to keep it, they wanted to keep the engagement up. There you go. But you know what? It... My my whole thing with and I really liked Megan McCain on the View, mm-hmm. um, and I like Megan McCain generally. Most, uh, most. Well, no, but like all the people on the View, there are times where you love them, hate she's, them. Uh, it's... She's a Republican I can tolerate. I could, you know, like um, she. the The problem with her is that she's very polarizing, and. A lot of times she would not have polarizing views, but her delivery was polarizing. Well, yeah, because she always had a very cold affect. Yes. And sometimes, especially, you know, she was there during the Trump years and she did not like Trump. Right. So, so there were many times that she was actually on the side of the of everybody else. Of everybody right? else. Yeah, yeah. But still they clashed because her delivery also wasn't right. very warm. Um, right, right. But, you know, but that's a, that's a whole shtick with the view. Honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, ever since she left, I have not watched it as much. Really? Nope, I haven't. Because it's because just a bunch I, of people stroking I think, each I other? I think she was a lightning rod on that show. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of people nodding their heads in agreement. Yeah, yeah. and I I don't know. I, 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 saw, I mean, I still watch it. It's in my DVR, but like The View was something, you know, if you've listened to 180 shows of ours, <laughs> that I'm always talking about and always like referencing. Right, bam, right, bam, right, bam, right, bam, right, bam. right. But now, I mean, I still watch it. I have it in my, my catalog. Like, I'll go and, like, I'll watch three episodes in one day and fast forward through the stuff I don't want. But I used to watch it religiously every day. And, yeah, it's gotten a little bit... They That that conservative seat on The View is very hard to fill. Because you need somebody who's a conservative, but it can't be now... But that's like, polarizing. Right, but it can't be, like, a delusional Marjorie, Marjorie Stoneman Green. No, no, no. Marjorie, do not confuse that woman with the mother of the Everglades. Yes. It, 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 it can't be... Whatever. Right, you can't be uh, right, um, like un- unhinged. Right, but then also you kind of have to stand for conservative values. You have to be likable because it is a TV show. Um, so it's it's a hard spot yeah. to fill. It so. is not. It is not easy. Anyway, well, what do you have for me? I feel I've. Well, I mean, I had a, most of the same things you were gonna say. So then you know, <laughs> we synced up. So what else is there to say? What is what is um. Alyssa Milano doing nowadays. She's actually releasing a, a book. 
Okay. Um, sorry, not sorry. Baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Baby, she is. I'm um, sorry. yeah. So she's she released. Actually, she's going. She's on the book tour, quote unquote, right well, now. Are we gonna go see her? Well, I don't know about the book tour, like in person, but she's doing the are the talk a virtual book. No, the, tour? the talk show circuit is what I meant. Okay, actually, the, hold on. I had a brain fart this week. Totally not a okay. Milano. <laughs> this week or last week or whatever, a few days ago. I don't even know when. I don't even know what day it is. It's fake Friday. I don't. Who knows? Um. I saw a lot of, uh, like, I don't know, ads, things on Facebook, you know, things on the news. Wonder Woman turns 80, and they would put a picture of Linda Carter. And I'm like, oh my God, Linda Carter looks great for 80. And then I was thinking, but wait, was she in like her late 40s or right, it didn't make 40s sense. when she was doing Wonder Woman? Because like, I know that 40s are the new 20s. But, but not back then. But not back then. And like, she seemed like, I don't know. Yeah, twenty five. Like yes, she's Linda is seventy. So I was like, wow. She's the same age as my father, actually. <laughs> Linda Carter looks great for eighty, and she has a place down here in Surfside. Um, Linda Carter. Yeah. I oh, good thing it wasn't that place. Well, yes, not that place, but she has a place down here, so I am dying to bump into her, and then I can convince her to be on the show because her mother is Mexican or was Mexican. So wonder- really, yeah. Does Linda Carter know Spanish? I don't know if she knows Spanish, but she she's half Mexican and do, and, and she still looks great for her age. Ella luce fenomenal, like well, okay, you know, I mean, she's Wonder Woman. She, you know, what I think it's Amazons so, don't age. You know, what I think is so amazing about the, her, her Wonder Woman show is that that whole outfit of hers, the blue one, the 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 scuba suit. She only wore that like once. It doesn't matter. That's all that they're. That's all I needed. But yet it became so iconic. Yeah. So sorry. Her name is Linda Jean Cordova Carter. Cordova. Cordova. Her mother was Mexican. Really? Yeah. Actually, and she's almost almost exactly the same age as my father, because my father's July 12th, 1951, and she's July 24th. Wow. Who knew that she was Hispanic? Yeah. And when Hispanic Heritage Month started, she did post a picture of herself with her mother and saying, you know, thank you for, for always making me, you know, feel like a proud Latina and blah, blah, blah. And Wonder yes. Woman was Latina. Wonder Woman was Latina. But, you know, back then you didn't do that. Right. Right. You know, back then you you shed the image. Right. Wow. I don't know who her father was, but her, I know for a fact her mother was Mexican. For some reason, like the episode or scene I remember the most of Wonder Woman, she was in some sort of cell or something. That was and, like, every like episode. she's like tearing down the bars, uh-huh. like a little window. Yeah, that yeah. There's like bar. Do you know what I'm talking? I know about? exactly what you're talking about. Of course I, I do. I don't know why I remember that scene so much because that show was they used to, and that show only ran for three years, and it was in the 70s. Yes, but we saw it in syndication in the 80s, so yes. that's why it was it was still newish. Yeah, yeah, in the 80s because yeah. it was on a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I remember that one episode with the scuba suit. Yeah, okay. that it's like I later found out that it only came out once, but yet <laughs> only once. But I will never forget. I was one time I was at a gay bar that had like video screens and they were playing like a dance remix of the the Wonder Woman theme, and you could see like all all of us just standing just staring at the screen waiting for the scuba suit and when the scuba suit came on you'd have thought that somebody had just scored a touchdown it was just it was like whoa the scuba suit the like scuba suit. It, it was impactful it, it's 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 become its own thing now it really has so i guess this is a great way to yeah segue into the of last course soda. last sodas who doesn't want a last soda with who doesn't want to share a last soda with linda carter Especially who's not 80 70. Who's not but 80? That was so funny. Because I was like, wow, wow. Esta Linda Carter for 80. I was like. bien preservada. Because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, how old was she when she did Wonder Woman in the 70s? The, the numbers didn't add up, did it? 
So anyway, bueno, it's our last soda. Who do you want to give a last soda to? All right, I'm gonna give a gasless soda. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give a gasless soda to the dumb fucks online. Oh well. Who are now going around saying that Michael Myers from the movie Halloween is homophobic? I wouldn't even know how to start with that. All right. So this all started because in the latest Halloween movie, Halloween Kills. Wait, are we canceling Michael Myers? I'm not canceling shit. In the latest movie, Halloween Kills, in addition to like the other, you know, 600 people that he kills in the movie, he kills a gay couple in their home. Now, granted, the reason that he kills them is because the home that they're in is used to be his house. Okay. So... Anybody who's seen Halloween, it's always about Michael Myers going back home, going back home, going back to the house, and that's his house. And if that's you're what it's about. Ultimate, I mean, you can hypothesize a lot, but ultimately it's about that. And, you know, these were the couple who had bought the house, renovated it. It looked really pretty. But, you know, they were in his house, so he killed them. Again, just like he wound up killing, like, half the damn town right. on the way there. So now it's become, like, this whole thing online where it's like, you know, the murder of this gay couple, and it's so homophobic, and da da And I'm uh, like, uh, if there's one thing I know for sure is that Michael Myers is an equal opportunity killer. Oh, are these all, like, op-eds and editorials of people <sighs> yes. online? You know? Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. And this is why we can't have nice things. Because, you know, there's real homophobia, there's real, you know, discrimination going out there, and we're writing about, you know, Michael Myers. Wow. So that's why those asses are getting my last gasless soda. I'm going to give a gasless soda too. Okay. This is to a broad spectrum of people. Oh, Lord. This is to people simply because I, I, um, I saw it on the news again this week, and it's like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. People that become, when you, you start know, that freaking, way. I don't know, lunatics on flights and lose their shit. Did you hear about the guy who punched, an, uh, uh, he punched her twice in the face. A flight attendant? A flight attendant, because she bumped, she sort of bumped into his elbow with like the drink, tr- the drink thing. The I mean, cart? Yes, I'm like six foot one and wide. Do you know how many times I've been hit by and hit? It's just a natural thing that when I it's not on purpose. Seat, it's like I'm, I'm gonna get hit. It's I'm not on purpose. It's it, right. It's I'm right. gonna get hit. So it just right. happens. You're in a little little chamber, right? Um, and he punched her twice, but this isn't so much about him. It's just in general. It's, it seems to be a phenomenon in the last year. In the last couple of years, even before COVID, it was happening. But I feel like COVID ramped it up. It did. It did. Uh, because no, right? Because with COVID now, you have the people who don't want to wear the mask and don't want to do this and whatever. Right. But even before it was increasing, it's like, what the hell is wrong with people? Like, don't fly. Like, you know what? Don't fly. You know what? I'm totally for this because you know that uh, a pilot has like kind of, like I don't want to officer. call it martial law. Well, but but, it, but yeah. But a pilot is like a captain that like when it, you are in the it, air. Yes. They are. They is, are God. They are God. They are in charge. <laughs> yeah. Like, they are the Constitution. Yes. <laughs> they are the Constitution of American Airlines I Flight 123. term of it. But it's like, you know what? They need to have airplane jail. <laughs> like, I am in the back, behind the bathrooms. Just a, a little godsend. I, I put a little, little godsend, you know? And just put them in there. We can have a cushioned seat. We don't have to, like... <laughs> Let's be barbarians. Right, we got a cushioned seat. They could still get water and some refreshments, but just put them back there. Because you know what? It's like getting out of hand. Like, it's getting out of hand. And yeah. like it disrupts the whole thing. They have to usually divert the flight. So now it's a major You're inconveniencing major everyone. Yeah. You're inconveniencing hundreds of people. And you don't know, you know, they, 
a lot of these people are on business. They're maybe going to a family emergency. Well, fuck it. Even if you're you not, know? I don't want to have to defeat me because you're a dumbass who had to punch a flight attendant. Right, for... but it's like a lot of times that people that travel, you know, more than half of the times is not because, oh, I'm going to go to, bar, you know, Barbados or Botswana. <laughs> you know, it's like because they're going to take care of shit, right, you know, right. and not because of your stupid ass, right. you know. And, and it's always something silly, right? Yeah, it's, it's never that somebody, like, you know, pushed you or, or punched you in the face. Like, it's never, like, a, a, a self-defense type situation. Right. No. Right. No. So, and now, you know, now we have to fucking travel with duct tape. Ugh. Did you see the guy they duct taped to a, the seat a couple of months Being back? Being hecho. I'm like, coño. Being hecho. <laughs> you know what? You want to act like a fool? We're going to treat you like a fool. <laughs> you know what I just thought of right now? Completely. Well, unrelated, but related. When we were leaving Las Vegas, I've told you, and we were on spirit. Oh, my God. And I was like one of the last people to board on purpose because I'm like, I'm going to be in this plane that I don't fit in for as le- <laughs> least as possible. And that guy comes in who sat diagonally across from me with his big, I don't know, wet willies. Oh, the the, the souvenir drink like thing. Yeah. Four feet tall. And I'm thinking. <laughs> Like, and this nothing. thing is the size of a toddler. Like, like <laughs> if you were wearing like a, 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 a hoodie, it, w- it wouldn't fit. Like, you had to wear it because you didn't have where to put it, right? I'm like, where is that man going to put that? Because all the overhead was... No, and that doesn't fit in the overhead as it yeah, is. Yeah, no. And I'm like, where is that man going to put that? Well, he carried it the entire time. <laughs> he had to sit there with the thing. He had to sit there with the thing. That's because great. he didn't have where to put it. That's great. And I'm like, and then it got me thinking, Ipa, why do you really want that? Like, get, get it. Yeah, that's not, something, that's not something you're going to use again. Like, you can't fit it in your refrigerator. So yeah. it's not like you can fill it with water, you know, when you're right. at home. Right, you're going to make such a big drink, you know? Yeah, why would you? Yeah, that's one of those things that it's like. It's a good idea in the moment because yes. you're having fun. At the moment, it's like, oh my God, yeah, give Woo! me the souvenir cup. But then it's like, oh. but what am I doing with the souvenir cup? And then you get home and you're like, okay. Yeah, that's how I feel. You can't even use it like a book That's how I feel every single time I go anywhere and they're giving away free t-shirts I'm like I need the free t-shirt but at least a t-shirt you can wear it like I don't know to go to sleep to wash the car actually to... I got a free t-shirt at the car show oh yeah I filled out a survey I saw it and I'm like ay esto pulo es tan bonito that they're giving out of Chevy trucks I'm like I want that and I asked the lady what do I have to do she's like fill out a survey I'm like dale done <laughs> let's do it let's get it over with and my mom filled out one too well of course your because... mother does want to share her opinions on cars <laughs> yes <laughs> If there's one thing Neri Borges is apparently known for, it's sharing her opinions in the automotive industry. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> but yeah, unruly passengers. You know, screw you. Yeah, like, like whatever, dude. Come on. You ruin it for everybody. Calm down. You paid for the ticket, too. Just it's, put, it's not like you're flying for free. I know. Yeah, put them in plane jail. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put that we're gonna float that out into the travel jail? industry. Yes. Look, you know, usually if they put them in plane jail, then there's less room for the oh for the the flight attendants and yeah. You have now to, I'm thinking, I will to re- be your purser. You have to reconfigure the whole plane. The exits are located in the front, in the rear of the okay. craft. Um, but yeah, you know what I like to do? This is like a really me thing. As we, as we extend, this is better. Let me tell you after, after the soda. <laughs> Do you know what I really like to do? This is like a really weird thing I do. Surprise okay. me at this okay, point. Okay, listeners, listen up. I love to watch, and they're all on YouTube, and they all have millions of views, so I'm not the only weirdo. Is this the hotel thing? No, the hotel thing is what I'm going now. People reviewing hotels in Las okay, Vegas. Okay, okay. I love to watch the instructional videos of airlines. 
I don't even want to watch those when I'm on the plane. I love watching them. But why? Because I do. <laughs> but why? American Airlines has like a really good one. The new one. The from, new one. The new one's nice. The new one from Air France is like, oh my god! Like I, my favorite is Virgin. I haven't seen the Virgin one, but then, but then the most famous one is the one from Delta, of the lady, the redhead that she like goes like that. There's no smoking in the plane. If you see it, you'll know okay, which one I'm it is. Sure. It's like the most famous one. She's kind of like a redhead. This is from like the early 2000s. Okay. Right? Um, that she's like, you know, tampering with smoke detectors. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> She's her, being sassy. Yeah. Yes. I love watching. Like, I love it. Like, I've seen them all. Like, I've even seen ones from foreign countries. Lufasta. Like, <laughs> Lufthansa. Lufthansa or whatever. <laughs> oh, Alaskan Airlines is a really good one. Do they use like polar and bears? And has a really good one. They're great. Like, they're so good. Spirit Airlines does not have one. <laughs> they don't? No, they don't have a TV in their plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. That makes total sense why they wouldn't have one. Yeah. If you barely have a seat, do you think do you you're going to have no, in-flight no, entertainment? No, 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 no. You, you are correct, sir. You are very when you correct. To, when you have to travel with one butt cheek hanging, you know? Like, <laughs> There's no time for TVs. Yes. No. But I love watching it. It has millions of views. So it's not you. It's not me. And people comment on it. And really? Yes. It's a thing. Apparently. Apparently. Like, Apparently. Like, I watch these things and I'm like, when I see the millions of views, I'm like, okay, well. I'm You're not the only weirdo. I'm yeah. the only weirdo because like, that's really. That's very niche. Niche. Like, I love to watch airlines. Airlines instructional videos. videos. I love it. <laughs> I guess there are worse things to watch online. <laughs> that's like, I spent a couple of weeks ago, because I really go down YouTube rabbit holes. Oh, yes, you do. And then the thing is that when I find something I like. I might as well fucking call you Alice. I started watching people building pergolas because I love it. <laughs> And specifically pergolas. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because there's different types of pergolas. Like, I'll you take your word for you it. I understand. You could do it with different types of wood, like oak, cedar. Like, depending oh. on where you live, you know, the humidity levels. Like, you could do different types of pergolas. I have no idea what the hell rabbit hole you go down. Oh, that I love it. in pergolas. I love it. And I also watch, like, I know what, what uh, flower zone we're in. <laughs> We're like flower zone one B. What in, does that mean? In South Florida, yeah, because when you go to like Lowe's or, or Home Depot, different flowers are for different parts of the country. Oh well, yeah, okay, so that, yes, okay, that. right. So you have to know what zone you're in so you can buy the proper perennials or annuals. Oh, right. I mean, you can buy whatever you want, but but, but a pocket for pocket right, 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 right. Yeah, you have to know your zone. Well, I think that's a perfect last, you know, piece of advice we should give people is you have to know your zone. You have to know your zone. You have to know your zone. In life, really. In life. In life. But especially when With you want to get the perfect perennial. Yes, yes. You, <laughs> you don't want to plant, you know, gladiolas where it should be galán de noche. Exactly. Right. Los galán de noche se dan aquí. You know what's a, you I know, love galán de noche. But do you know what's a really easy rule of thumb? A green thumb? Cualquier cosa que se dé en Cuba se da aquí because it's subtropical. That's actually true. Subtropical. So el galán de noche se da aquí también. Es verdad, mira. Yeah. I don't think they have any left in Cuba. <laughs> Why? I don't know. They can eat it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Cuba is just... At this point, they're just like out of spite just getting por, rid of things. Por eso que la mata de plátano aquí se da también. Y mango. <laughs> y el mango. Y el aguacate. Y el aguacate. Y la palma cubana. <laughs> That's true. Which is also the royal palm, by the way. Well, because Cubans think they're royalty. <laughs> But I love it. Like, Esta es una palma cubana. And I'm, cool. I'm like, that's a royal palm. It's like the official like palm tree of Florida. <laughs> no, you said royal palm. I, was, I, was, I swear listeners were wrapping up. 
but this last weekend, I was—I don't know how the subject of Peacock came in. Oh, because we were. But let me tell you after after, after the soda. After the soda. Oh, because Halloween Kills was on Peacock, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, you guys have Peacock. And I was like, oh. And they're like, how do you say Peacock in Spanish? I'm like, oh, pavo real. And they're like, okay, so what does that mean? I'm like, well, a literal translation is like royal turkey. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I never thought about it. You never thought about it? Royal turkey. I thought about it as real turkey. No, like real because it has all the colors and all the the plumage. Yeah. Oh, my simpleton Spanish mind (laughs) thought. Real turkey. Pavo real. Like. (laughs) Un pavo real. <laughs> right, right. It's a real, it's a real turkey. turkey. Right. No, it's it's a royal turkey. Is it because it has like... Because of the colors. Right. Like royal colors. Like. Well, think about it. A peacock and a turkey, I mean, uh, look similar in the sense that they both have the... you know the, the Yes, fan. you are listening to Pedro. <laughs> um, where we're talking about pergolas, uh, perennials, and, and pavo reales. Yes. There's no other podcast where you will get... You got to give us credit for alliterative. Yes. For, for being alliterative. Yes. No other podcast will you will get pergolas, perennials, perennials and power real. There you go, people. This is why we're Miami's official, unofficial uh, podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, let's wrap it up. I, well, I that- <laughs> on that note, everybody, happy Halloween. Trigo three. Trigo three. Get some good candy. Trigo three. No, don't get the candy from the weirdo. No. Don't eat. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Make sure it's all wrapped. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, said, I You know what? Okay, no. Wait. <laughs> we, 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 have to, we, we spoke too soon? Okay. We could say this because we're Cuban and we're okay. Hispanic. Okay. Hispanic people give the worst candy. Old school Hispanic people, yes. Yes. Old school. Yes. No, no, not us. Right, right, right. Up. We grew up here. Right? I, they give this crappy candy. You know, like, especially like around my parents' house. Like, you never got the people. We never had the people. But, well, no. When I would hear people that would be like, oh, I got Snickers and Kit Kats and M&M's. I'm like, you definitely live in un barrio americano. Porque los cubanos. <laughs> Done the fucking little minty candy. Everything off brand. They give yeah, the strawberry candy. The strawberry candy. And then peppermints. That, that orange candy. The one that's like the wrapper's like a light. Like a, like a butterscotch. Yes. Which I like butterscotch. But yes. but yes. But it's but not Werther's original. But not at that age. At that right. age, you don't. Right. Then they always they don't get like smarties. Right. But they're smarties, but chalkier. Right. It's almost like they're right. tums. And when you go to their house, they give you one candy, not Right, which I understand one candy if you are giving out like the good stuff. Right. Because it's Ocaro. You get one Kit Kat. You get one Kit Kat. Exactly. I was thinking about the Kit Kat too. Yes. Yes. Ah, but it's so terrible. Like, I remember the first time I went to go trick-or-treating in a more Anglo neighborhood. I'm like, pero this is like Wonderland. It's like Willy Wonka. This is like Willy Wonka. Like... Like, yes, this is pure imagination. This is Halloween. This is pure imagination. I've been going to the freaking Cuban, you know, (laughs) Cuban neighborhood, you know, and I'm like, oh. And it's always sticky. Yes, and it's always because you know what it is? It's that candy that they buy in a bag that has a little sneal in paper. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. I took me a minute to think about it. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Right. That the seals like they pop in. Yeah. 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 Right. And it right. comes in like a little stack of like yeah, un, un little twenty five little yeah, yeah, strawberry yeah, yeah. candies. And those like a niño que one strawberry candy for you 
and you. And I'm like, pero que es eso? Those strawberry candies are always so sticky. Like they melt instantly. Yeah. Especially in freaking 100 degree Halloween weather here. I remember there was one year, one year that we went trick-or-treating. This was in the early 2000s. At a completely different neighborhood. And they were giving out Lind- Lindette truffles. And I'm like. Wow. Like one per person. But I'm like. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're giving out truffles, it's got to be I'm one like, per person. Yeah, yeah. And if you come to think about it, like if you buy especially like a few packs at Marshall's, you could spend maybe $20, $30 yeah, on true. giving good candy. But $20, $30 is mm-hmm. out of the budget of any Cuban. This is true. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so very no, true. So no, you comprando. Because that was probably buy one, get one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was always a thing. When I would be giving candy out of my parents' house, my mom would be like, Tú estás dando puñado de caramelo a los niños. I'm like, I gave them three. Like, <laughs> I mean, but you do have to be somewhat, you know, judicious because what if you get too many kids and then you don't have enough candy? That is something that our people suck at it. Like, especially the older generation. Yeah. Don't go to a Cuban's house for... for no, we had we gave good candy. We gave decent candy. Yeah, that's because your parents were raised here. That's true. They probably had the experience of shitty candy yeah, no. too. So they were like, no. My parents were like trigo trigue. In Cuba, there was no trigo tri. You that's know, true. they got totally into Halloween when they were here, but still give the cheap candy. Yeah, Cuba had the ultimate trick: communism. Yes. <laughs> and there was no, no treat, treat for after that. that. No, no treats after that. No. No treat for you. No. So okay, now we're really leaving. Okay, no. everybody, have a happy Halloween, trico tri. Yep. And uh, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us. And we yes. hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Yes. Episode one eighty. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye, everybody. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismailiano, produced by Ismailiano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.